get some insights in the news shaping the markets and for that we welcome in rob fleming senior market analyst with the schwab center for financial research rob good tuesday morning to you i'm curious uh, what's on your radar here because obviously a lot of people got excited about the recent rally but a lot of talk that that is uh, you know dead cat bounce bear market rally what are your thoughts what are you watching yeah i mean uh, this is definitely you know, not surprising to see, I mean, given the setup we saw before last week, we had like 10 out of 11 weeks of the S&P being down. So, and posting one of the worst weekly performances since the, the depths of the pandemic. So it wasn't surprising to see we did get that bounce there. Um, we, we have a, a lot of data that, that we're keeping an eye on, especially, you know, inflation is is the biggest key here. And and we got to, you know, investor sentiment has been so low right now. And so it's not surprising to see that we did get, you know, a little bit of a bounce there. But uh, we, we believe that that's typical in a, in a bear market right now. So at this point now, going forward, obviously, you still have the Fed likely to raise rates here um, anywhere. I mean, I've heard a lot about one full point, right? I mean, I know it's 50 basis points or uh, three quarters of one percentage point, but I mean, people are getting aggressive on what they're asking the Fed to do near term. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they, they, they've been clear that they're going to do, uh, you know, front end load this thing and, and, you know, get some tightening, you know, pretty quickly in, in the near term. But uh, and, and the data we've seen even today, we, we, we saw that, you know, you know, come in, uh, you know, consumer confidence was a little bit, uh, you, know, you know, that definitely deteriorated and continues to de deteriorate. But we saw yesterday, you know, new home sales, uh, you know, come in strong and, and, you know, that doesn't suggest that, you know, the economy's slowing enough to, to make them step off the pedal of, of monetary policy tightening. Right, absolutely. I saw um, Jeffrey Kleintop out this morning and he was talking about seeing value in value stocks and international. Not ready quite yet for jumping into growth. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're seeing, you know, maybe a little regime change here uh, in terms of leadership. And usually, you know, when we do get into these times of, of the economic cycle, they're, you know, the, the leaders before were not the, the leaders coming out. So definitely, uh, you know, keeping an eye on, on some of those uh, different uh, areas that, that may have underperformed and, and maybe set to, to over or outperform. Yeah, and I'm watching also what we're seeing um, for economic data later in the week. And obviously, the PCE is going to be a key indicator. I mean, mm -hmm. consumer sentiment consumer sen um, and consumer confidence today have shown the consumer is um, breaking down to a certain extent. At the same time, we have to see what that PCE print, the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, that is a favorite for the Federal Reserve, right? Absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's kind of, you know, we see the consumer sentiment data come in I, you know we had the university of michigan hit a record low uh, today the conference board's consumer confidence uh, index uh, you know fall more than expected and you know it's it's but we've seen you know habits or spending habits of the consumer kind of hold up here so but we, we believe that you know that can't happen in you know for 
in perpetuity and you know something's got to give here so we're definitely keeping a close eye on not only the the spending and you know savings rate but also like you mentioned the the pce inflation the deflator that's a fed favored gauge and and that's what they're paying close attention to we we did get a little bit of a disappointment in the consumer price index you know not too long ago so it'll be interesting to see how this report or data points come out but uh, you know the fed's been pretty decisive in in saying you know one month isn't going to change their their view and in their you know plan to you know their campaign to, to tighten monetary policy so we need to see decisive improvement on the inflation front yeah forecasts calling for a 55 on the ism on friday i know that was something in the notes that um, you're watching this one the institute for supply management slightly less than May's number. Um, what are your thoughts? What are you going to be watching for? What will the number tell you? Yeah, I mean, we saw the preliminary from S&P Global last week uh, come in and it, they came in dangerously close to, you know, contraction territory and even manufacturing new orders uh, actually contracted for the first time in a couple of years. So that's that's definitely something to keep a close eye on. Um, these reports, the ISM manufacturing index is, is a key indicator of turning points in the economy. So we're paying close attention to new orders, production, employment, uh, we'll look at supply higher delivery times, and then also prices paid given the inflationary environment. Uh, new orders, production, employment, and delivery times. Um, are things getting better in the supply chain? They seem to be showing some signs of, of easing there because we're getting a little bit of shift in, in spending away from goods into services. Um, so, but we need to definitely see more improvement uh, on that front before we, you know, talk about, you know, supply chains uh, not being so challenging right now for, for companies. And you said it's, it's not a terrible strategy, particularly since there are not as many fees anymore to uh, buy the dips and sell the rips. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially in volatile markets right now yeah it's you know that's never a bad strategy there but we, you, you want to do it cautiously and you know you know limit how you get in and get out there uh, and you know given the environment with uh, you know pretty much zero commissions right now for for trading and it doesn't cost you as you know, it doesn't cost you more to leg into to positions there than it did, you know, previously. So we think that just given the volatility that we're seeing right now, uh, that might be a good strategy if you if you have something that that opportunity that you want to take advantage of, you know, leg into it and you know use little smaller lots than going mm -hmm. all all ahead. Yeah. I saw a lot of the casino names are doing well, cruise lines. I mean, there's a lot of excitement about um, China now reopening and um, or at least in part. And so that brought some optimism. Are you a fan more of ETFs or single name strategy or what do you tell folks when they say, look, I want to make money either for the long term or. Yeah, we, we, we favor, you know, ETFs uh, rather than, you know, fewer individual equities. And we don't mean like the leveraged uh, or inverse ETFs, but the, the index or sector ETFs, nearly, you know, 
every ETF is uh, less volatile than any of its individual counterparts. And, you know, given the environment we have now, that's, uh, you know, a pretty good strategy. Right, understood. Rob, nice to see you. I know we have a big week of economic data that we'll be focusing on today. We're seeing Nike weighing on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Home Depot is also a laggard, but a lot of economic data before the, the holiday weekend. Rob Fleming, thank you. Schwab Center for Financial Research.